pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Hello and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix Pod. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, a very frustrated Travis Mangone because I, uh, you know, I was having issues with the audio, but finally got this thing up and running, having issues with the program that I work with. So uh, finally got it ready for you guys, and uh, we'll get this podcast out there as quick as possible for you. But uh, we'll talk about this slate. We got a nine-gamer. Again, Fridays are always some good ones, so I'm glad to be on to be able to talk about them. They're always awesome. So let's get started and talk about these games. First game on the slate, we got the Brooklyn Nets and the Atlanta Hawks. And also, I uh, just wanted to note with uh, uh, kind of how Fantasy Draft does it, they have uh, recently been leaving off the uh, the games, the three games uh, to start off. So the 7 o'clock games will not be on the slate, and they're just going to have the 7.30 uh, and on. So you will have not a nine-game slate, actually. You will have a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 6 games. So uh, just, just confirming that with you guys. Forgot that they've been doing that recently. So uh, yeah, uh, 6 games over on fantasy draft instead which hey uh my sweet spot is five to eight i was even looking at the slate in general and i was like man i'm a little worried about having to do uh you know nine games because it feels like once it's like nine or more it gets a little overwhelming so hey that's always awesome and then on top of that i kind of like it being a 730 lock because then what you can do is you can uh instead of uh you know working on your other lineups on other sites you can just head over to fantasy draft after and you have all the time in the world to work on those so i sort of like it uh when the sites do that i know some others don't but i'm a fan of it personally so Let's get started and talk about these games. Again, Brooklyn Nets, Atlanta Hawks. Uh, Hawks are three-point home favorites. Uh, Hawks, they're not a good team. Neither are the Nets, though. And there's going to be no defense played. So we definitely want to get exposure to this game. Uh, no doubt. Just no no defense is played. I mean, it's just a gold mine for DFS. So a perfect game stack opportunity, especially because a lot of these guys are normally cheap. And you can mix and match them with some studs, which is great. So load up on these guys. Have to like this game a lot. We'll talk about the Nets side first. Uh, I know that D'Angelo Russell could be back soon. We don't know when, so be on the lookout for that. Again, news could break out of nowhere. I doubt it's today. I don't think today's the day. So if, you know, today's not the day, then Spencer Dinwiddie, I'm going to keep playing him. He's still too cheap around the industry, and on Fantasy Draft, 12K is just a really cheap price tag for him, so I want to get exposure to him here. Uh, another guy I always like to get exposure to is Ronnie Hollis Jefferson, where you can get him cheap. Problem is he's expensive a lot, so uh, it just depends when his price is low. 12.9, I think that's a fine price tag against the Hawks. I like that. I don't mess around with guys like Quincy AC, Tyler Zeller. Uh, the way I really approach the Nets is I just play like the core guys or like the guy that I know is going to be plugged in. Uh, Crab and Hollis Jefferson are two of the core guys. I think Carroll's a fine, safe cash gameplay if you want. Uh, I think he's someone that you can obviously play. And then when it comes to like guys like Crab and whatnot, it just depends. But like I said, Carroll, he's questionable. Recently, the way the Nets situation has been, it's like just depends on like who's in right now. So uh, Karis LeVert, I'm probably not going to play him. I know they're watching his minutes a little bit, and they said they're going to build him up. So I don't want to have to worry about that. I think for me, it's really Dinwiddie's my number one guy that I want to look for. Uh, and then probably Crab for cheap. I like him as the number two, and then Hollis Jefferson. It's just He feels a little pricier than everyone else. So. 
that's about it. The way I'll take the Nets approach. Let's talk about the Hawks. How are we going to approach them? Uh, so my number one guy right now is uh, Bazemore. I-, I love his price tag. He's just really cheap around the industry. 11.3K is insane. And where does he thrive? Bazemore thrives in fast-paced games where there's tons of sloppy turnovers and whatnot. You know, tons of opportunities for steals, blocks. I mean, this is Bazemore's type of game. I love him a lot. I'm hoping he makes my cash game uh, lineups on some other sites. Like uh, I looked at it earlier in the day and I was like, man, I hope like no value opens up and just like forces me into something I don't want to do. Uh, I know I hate saying that, but uh, you know, first look, I was like, man, I really like Bazemore on this slate. So I think he's a good play. Uh, you know, Prince, uh, he's fine. Uh, I know he's got upside at times, but you know, dealing with that finger, uh, I don't know. Don't think it's really gotten in the way of him, but you know, Having a broken finger, what is he? Not a broken finger, I think it's like a dislocator or something like that. I know he hurt his finger. Uh, so I don't know. I just don't want to deal with someone who's like playing with an injury. I just, that's my personal opinion. I don't feel like rostering guys that have that. I'd rather just play Bazemore instead, who I think has uh, the same upside. And like they're both Prince and Bazemore don't normally go off together. So I'd rather just play Bazemore here. That's going to be the choice that I take between the two. Dennis Schroeder, uh, his price is a little up there, uh, you know, 13.3K or 13.6K for him on Fantasy Draft, but. Uh, I still think he's a great spot. Like, Nets are terrible on D. Uh, I like him. I think he's a safe play. Um, pretty solid for cash games and, you know, has upside. Uh, normally gets there. There are, He can have a, an iffy floor at times. Like, he can show you some really low floor games that can be scary. But I feel like it's very rare this year. Uh, just get, touches the ball too much. And uh, he's like the guy there. And against the Nets, I doubt he has one of those type of games. So, I'm not worried about that at all. And then uh, we got Dwayne Dedman. He is probable, so he looks like he'll be back. Maybe for lower ownership, people won't be on him. His price is 11.2K, and the Nets are terrible. You know, good center. So I don't know. I I, I could see you going to him, but the, the, the real thing with Dedman coming back is it hurts into Ilyasova, eats into Muscala, Collins, the guys that we have been playing. So keep that in mind. Uh, I don't know. don't really want Dedman as much. If I had to rank him, uh, Schroeder is my number one, uh, Bazemore is my number one on this team, and then uh, Schroeder is my number two. All right, let's go on to the next game. We have the New York Knicks and the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's a 208.5 team total with the T-Wolves as 10-point favorites. The, the Knicks, uh, we'll talk about them a little bit. They are, uh, I believe they are getting Tim Hardaway Jr. possibly back today. Uh, let me check again. Uh, I know it's coming soon. Uh, he's listed as questionable, so we have to wait and see about that. That is important news. That's going to eat in a lot of these guys we talked about, uh, you know, guys who have been benefiting. It'll definitely eat into Michael Beasley, I believe. Who knows, though? This guy's been absolutely crushing it. Uh, price tag is 12K. I'll pass on him with Tar- Tim Hardaway Jr., you know, possibly coming back. And I'm sure he'll be having to deal with, like, Wiggins or Butler on defense because they're on the floor a ton. So even when he comes in late, I'm sure it's just going to be a difficult person defending him. So I would not bother with that. I think Jerry Jack for cheap, don't hate that as a play. We know the Timberwolves struggle against point guards, so I don't mind that, and he's been playing good recently. So sure, I think you can fire away Jared Jack if you need a cheap point guard, but probably not around him going. I'm probably playing zero Knicks on this slate. The one thing I could see myself doing, though, if I played any Knicks is uh, Porzingis, obviously. Uh, 14.3K is a really cheap price tag for him. Uh, you know He's got a ton of upside against the Timberwolves team that we're not scared of on defense, so I think you could play him. And then even Cantor. Cantor's uh, kind of cheap. On, on Fantasy Draft, he's 11.7, but I even saw him. I know on Fandle specifically, I saw it popped up, and I was like, whoa, that's pretty cheap. 5.3K. So uh, that's the guy I'm, I'm sort of interested in right now because the price is just seems very, very, very cheap. Uh DraftKings, I wonder uh, if, uh, let me see DraftKings price on uh, Porzingis, because I know Porzingis uh, sometimes becomes way too cheap over there. Like I said, Fantasy Draft, 14.4K, I, I like that a lot. 
Uh, let me just double check Porzingis's price because I can't remember if it was cheap enough or not. Yeah, seven point eight k. So man, that is so appealing over there too. So man, some it's funny. You look at the slate and you think you don't want to play a guy, but you always got to make sure you look at the salaries, right? That's why people don't come out of play. Like I normally wouldn't want to play any Knicks, but. These price tags are too cheap on Porzingis and Cantor. Uh, so those are the two guys I'm looking at, and I think that's it. Uh, again, you can also target the Timberwolves uh, at big men's. They they can struggle a lot on defense in general. So, yeah, Porzingis and Cantor are the two I have interest in, and that's it. I'll kind of move on from there. Let's talk about the Timberwolves. What do we do with them? You know, Jeff Teague is back from injury. Do I really want to? Like, I'm not big like I'm playing guys that just get back from injury. Last game, Jatig only played 25 minutes, right? If I saw he played 30 minutes, I'd feel a little better about it. But only getting 25 minutes, that has me slightly concerned. Uh, I just don't want to have a guy whose minutes might be building up, right? Uh, so I'll, I'm okay with that. I'll pass on Jeff Teague, even though I like targeting point guards against the Knicks. If you like targeting point guards against the Knicks and you want to take the risk, or if you hear that uh, Jeff Teague might get normal run, sure, then fire away. But I'm I'm not interested in that. I know he's 11K, feels very cheap, but I'll pass. Uh, that definitely is going to eat into Andrew Wiggins' production. With Jeff T being back, all those shots that Wiggins has been getting has definitely been uh, taken a little bit from him. Uh, I don't think it's... I think you can maybe keep going at Wiggins because he uh, is hot and maybe just keeps firing up the shots, but it's definitely going to hurt him. Like, Teague is going to, you know, start inserting his way back in once he's got the ball in his hands a lot. So, I don't know. I'll pass on that. I like Jimmy Butler. He's been absolutely crushing it uh, since Teague's gone down. I believe, you know, he'll just, he's going to keep, uh, you know, owning this team and making it his uh, type of deal. So I, I, I like Jimmy Butler here. He's just, uh, you know, 16.9K is a lot. Same with Towns, 16.9K. But uh, you can mix them in. I think they're good plays. And then if you need a cheap option, Taj Gibson, again, he just plays a pile of minutes. Uh, and I like playing Taj when I know that he's going up against a team that's going to play two big men too because they're going to need him on the defensive end. So I think Taj Gibson makes sense. Let's talk about the next one. We got the Golden State Warriors and the Milwaukee Bucks. Warriors are six-point road favorites, and, man, no Steph Curry today. So with no Steph Curry, that is going to be, uh, you know, obviously we're going to have to fire up Draymond Green. He's going to be in the conversation. Klay Thompson, uh, Kevin Durant, they're all in the conversation. The question is, what do we do with them? I think Draymond Green is going to be my number one if I had to pick a guy here. At small forward, I don't know if I want Kevin Durant to be my number one or not. Uh, it's just a lot of this is going to depend on price and where they're at on each site. That's going to definitely definitely be a big factor too. So please take that in mind. On fantasy draft, we'll look at the price tag on Durant, eighteen point three k. Let's compare it to um, who's the uh, Giannis. That's the other stud I want to compare it to. Giannis is and he's in this game. He's tw- uh, wow, he's twenty one. Wow, he's twenty one point zero k. Jeez, he is a lot more than Durant. So that has me interested. I think I'm going to go Durant instead. Uh, another site's a lot closer, so did not realize it was going to be that close on fantasy draft. So yeah, that's pretty crazy. We also the the big thing about you know getting Durant in on here is you you don't have to play LeBron, and I kind of have a lot of interest in LeBron. I know it's on a different slate, but I have interest in LeBron today against the Pacers because I, man, I really think he's just gonna uh, you know have one of those massive gains. But with Curry going out, uh, I don't know. Just there's a lot of usage that's going to be funneled in Durant. So Durant's probably a guy you have to be locking in your lineups today. So uh, Durant's probably maybe Durant's my number one and then I'll go with Draymond as my two and then Clay as my three so that's kind of how I'll rank these Warriors today and we also have some of these guys uh you know some of the fringe uh type players that are available I'm trying to pull it up now uh we got Sean Livingston is available Andre Iguodala is available let me find the rest uh and then Omer Caspi he is questionable so that's kind of the news on this game. Again, that's how I'll rank them. If you're going to ask me, hey, like, what other guys do you want to play? Like, the, you know, any of the bench guys you have any interest in? 
Mm, it's tough, right? Uh, I believe that one of those big men might get, get decent run, like a Pachulia or a David David West. But hmm, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you can go with one of them. But I don't know. I don't need to mess around with those guys. If you want to mix and match them in, if you're making a lot of teams, sure, I think that's fine. But I don't think it's necessary. It's just I'm gonna focus on the core main three. Let's talk about the Bucks. And man, I like Giannis today. If it's close in price tag with Durant, I think it's a good conversation to have. And I think Giannis makes sense. This is just a great game environment for him. So I would really like to, I don't know what I would pick, to be honest. It's really tough. I think it really depends on the price tag throughout the industry. Uh, but on Fantasy Drive, it's really a, a, an obvious choice. You just take the savings with Durant. It's way too cheap for him. So yeah, that's just the choice. But <clears throat> Giannis, Obviously, a great play. This is just a great game environment for him. And if they're going to keep it close, it's going to be because of Giannis. And hey, at least they're home, too. That's nice. Getting the Warriors on the road means the game could be closer. But I know the Warriors the other day, Steve Kerr said after that Clippers game, he said, we played terrible. I haven't seen us play like this bad in a while. We did not want it. So he was not happy with his team. So I'm expecting the Warriors to bounce back here in this spot. Well, let's go uh, Oh, still talk about the, the Bucks a little bit longer. So... What do we do with these other guys? I think Brogdon, he's a fine, safe cash game play. Worry about the upside. And for 12.3K, I would just find like, you know, $500 more for Eric Bledsoe. Bledsoe, he's been real up and down. But if you're looking for that ceiling game, this is a spot to have a ceiling game. It really is a good game environment for him. I like Eric Bledsoe uh, more than Middleton. That's the kind of the guy that I would rather go to instead. So if I had to pick between the two of them, that's who I'd go. John Henson, uh, no thanks. I will pass. Don't need to be playing him. And I could see him getting kind of getting uh, phased out of this game possibly at times and then seeing like this just go to like Giannis essentially playing center i would not be shocked uh, i've seen crazier so let's go to the next game we have uh the portland trailblazers and the new orleans pelicans and hey this is a fun one uh, i'm a big fan of this woman especially seeing what damian lillard did the last game damian lillard had a uh, pretty big game and i believe the minutes were pretty secure pulling it up now yes 31 minutes 51 fantasy points against the rockets and hey, uh, that that makes me feel really good, especially getting a team like you know the Pelicans with Rajon Rondo defense. That is just a that's a goldmine for us. So I love Damian Lillard, where the price is cheap enough, and if you like it and it fits, go for it. Evan Turner, he is questionable in this game, and with him being questionable, obviously that's going to help out. Uh, you know, a guy like Aminu might actually give Napier a little bit of run, but I don't think we need to be playing Shabazz. Uh, I, I think that just kind of helps out uh, mainly the stars and gets them uh, you know the ball back in their hands more. So so that'll be nice. Uh, CJ McCollum, sure, he's a fine play, but I'd rather go with Lillard. That's kind of the side I'm teaming on. It's Team Lillard for me today over McCollum. You could play McCollum, though, sure. We like to play uh, wing players against, uh, you know, the Pelicans. They struggle from the three-point line. It makes sense. They're not good on defense, so it's perfectly fine. Uh, I do think Nurkic is a good play, too, because uh, just the idea of, again, Davis and Cousins, they're going to need Nurkic in there for a pile of minutes. So, uh, And he's cheap, and he has upside, and you know he'll fight hard down low there with Boogie. He's not going to back down, and they're going to need him, so... Uh, I like Nurkic for sure here. The Pelicans, though, I don't know. I'm not really a big fan of them today. I just think there's better uh, better options to pay for. I get playing Anthony Davis. Uh, if So here's what I'm going to do. If Anthony Davis happens to play close to lock, right? Say we get news, and again, 8 o'clock game, and with Fantasy Draft logging at 730, you might get that news in time. Let's just say we get news, Anthony Davis is playing it, right? Why are we not locking him in? Just because we're going to get ownership at like 5% or less on a stud. That, that rarely happens. So especially on a six-game slate, um, finish draft, no one's going to play Anthony Davis. No one wants to. Everyone hates playing him after an injury. And what does he always do after an injury? He always crushes. I mean, it's just always a locket. Again, I'm, I'm sort of uh, you know kidding here, but he really does have big games after injuries. It's pretty funny. I've been playing this long enough where I've noticed it. So, And I think a lot of people who've been playing for a while in the industry, if you ask them, they know it too. So uh, I like Anthony Davis in tournaments if he uh, if he essentially uh, you know gets rolled in pretty late. So 
I'll be down for that. I'm probably staying away from Cousins. Don't love the matchup here for him. And again, I don't like Rondo's matchup either or Drew Holiday. I'm just staying away. Don't really love the Pelicans here. Don't think this is a spot to target. And there's a lot of good spots on this slate, so I think it's unnecessary to go unnecessary to go uh, get too much exposure to the Pelican side of the ball here, especially against such a good defensive efficiency team. Uh, let's go to the next game, uh, Memphis Grizzlies and the Denver Nuggets, a game that is okay. I'm not the biggest fan of, but Marcus Gasol, he's starting to get a little cheap, right? Uh, typically haven't been playing him recently, but 13.5K on Fantasy Draft, especially where we can play a ton of centers. I like that price tag. Here's the opposite for Tyreek Evans, really expensive. Uh, he's 15.9K. I'll pass on Tyreek Evans. I'll find more money for Jimmy Butler or something like that. If Tyreek Evans kind of fits my last spot, sure, I'm like, okay, I'm not, uh, I'm not uh, crazy about the price tag, but if he fit my last spot and maybe it like fit a game stack well or there was nothing else there, sure, I wouldn't hate it. And if I loved everything else, fine, but I don't know. I'm not really go- basically saying I'm not going out of my way to roster Tyreek Evans at that price tag. But Marcus Saul, like him a lot. I know Jermichael Green has had some pretty big games uh, recently. I don't hate going him as a cheap tournament option. If you're playing 150 lineups, maybe mix him in there because uh, Pelicans obviously can match up big too, so that could give Green some more minutes, so I don't hate that as an option. But other than that, really not getting too much exposure to the Grizzlies. But again, I get Tyreek Evans. He's one of those safe type of plays. Just the price tag seems like it's getting a little expensive for me. And if it fits the last spot or kind of just like, uh, you know, there's too much value and he fits, sure, I get it. But just again, not a guy that I want to be jamming in my lineups at that price tag. Let's talk about the Nuggets, though. What are we doing with them? I like Will Barton here in this spot. Definitely good for him. Same with Jamal Murray. Great spot for him because Gary Harris is going to be out. That's going to secure some minutes up for them, especially Will Barton. I like him a lot. I think he's an in a really good spot today again don't love the matchup against memphis it's not one you're just uh really excited about but it's uh it's fine right it's just no no gary harris is going to help a ton jokic he's been crushing uh recently and it, you know on sunday basically the coach said to him they had like a sit down coaches uh coaching star player meeting only and talk some things through and what do you know he crushed the next game Definitely expect uh, Jokic to, you know, continue to shoot up a ton of shots and do some big things. Uh, this is not the greatest matchup, though. So I think I'll pass because of the matchup. But he's a guy that, you know, over this next like couple weeks, I think I want to be making sure to roster. Just don't love this matchup a lot. All right, last game of the slate, and it's probably the most important of the game. Ga- the most important game of the slate: the Houston Rockets and the Phoenix Suns. And yeah, this is one of the better games on the slate because we have, uh, you know, injuries and whatnot that have made these teams, uh, you know, kind of tighter rotations, uh, great game environments. We got two teams that just love to run, go up and down the floor. One doesn't play any defense. I mean, this is just perfect. 228.5 team total. I'll go out on a limb, right? The the game before this is at 9 o'clock and then this game's at 1030. I think when you build your rosters, you need to make one of these guys on your team. Just going out on a, a, a limb here. Uh, make sure you play Rockets and Suns today, right? If you listen to any podcasts or anything like that and they uh, they take too long or something, uh, ho- hopefully they don't rush through and they just get this game out of the way, uh, out of the way early because this is a game to talk about. Uh, I'll talk about it a lot here. So Chris Paul, what do we do with his price tag? 18.7K. That's the biggest problem I'm having. This is one of the best spots for him, even on other sites. Like, like I was looking at uh, FanDuel earlier. Let me tell you his price. He was 10.8K, and I was like, wow, that is a crazy price tag for Chris Paul, especially because he's a little been a little under – he's been underperforming a little bit. He's also 10.6 on DraftKings. Crazy. But he's un- definitely underperformed a little bit for my liking uh, throughout the time that Harden's been injured, right? He had a last game against Portland, 68.9. That was a really massive game, awesome game. But other than that, I'll just read you the game box. 50.1, 44.9, 44.9, 38.9, uh, 47. Just not not games I'm in love with, uh, It just especially at this price tag, right? At the price tags before, sure, it made sense. But 
I'm a little worried. And again, it's the best matchup. Uh, basically, you can get in the NBA, and if the game stays close, sure. But I am a little worried the game doesn't stay close. I think that's something we have to be concerned about. It's only an eight-point road uh, favorite. If this game was at home for the Rockets, I think it'd be you know maybe it'd be like a maybe eleven or twelve point uh, probably favorite. So. I don't know. I think if you have the money for, you know, say you have enough value and you think Chris Paul fits, sure. But I don't know. I don't think I'm going that route at this time. It just doesn't feel like it's going to naturally fit well. But again, if I have the money for it, sure, I want it, right? It's a fantastic spot for him. I like Eric Gordon a little better, especially on fantasy draft, 13.9K. Just a little bit of a cheaper price tag. Assist rate has gone up, you know, rebounding rate, everything. He's just doing more. It's not like he just gained shots, too. He gained a lot of usage and whatnot. So I like Eric Gordon a lot here. I think he's the guy I prefer over Chris Paul if I had to pick at the current price tags. That's kind of what the reasoning for it. Trevor Ariza, don't hate him, but you know he just plays a ton of minutes, so that's kind of how you approach Trevor Ariza. It's just if he's playing a lot of minutes, sure, that's great. I mean, you can roster him, and that's perfectly fine. So yeah, Ariza, perfectly fine play. Uh, Ryan Anderson, so this is a good spot for him. I think uh, you know they should be using him a lot. Uh, expecting with Marquise Chris out, Josh Bender's probably going to get a ton of run for the Suns, so Josh Bender's getting a lot of run. I'm sure Ryan Anderson will just match up with him, and they'll be happy that those two match up with each other, just chucking up threes, so I think that's perfectly fine. Ryan Anderson's got some upside here in this spot. And then Clint Capella, love him here. He should absolutely eat. Uh, there's just going to be a lot of rebounds for him to go around. I, I do worry, you know, a little bit Tyson Chandler on defense that can uh, cause him some issues. If Chandler somehow gets rolled out or something, that would be even better for him because then, no, you know, I'm not worried about Greg Monroe and Alex Len stopping him. But Tyson Chandler can slow him down a little bit. So that gives me a little bit of concern. But again, there's a lot of rebounds to go around for Capella. He should be in a pretty good spot here, especially with, I believe, Tarek Black. I believe Tarek Black and um, Nene will both not be at this game, so he's just going to have to play a ton of minutes. Uh, I believe I saw that uh, the other day. Let me pull it up again one last time. The Nene out, and then Tarek Black is, yeah, he's out too. So, again, he's just going to have to play a ton. Same with Ryan Anderson, right? Ryan Anderson is going to have to play a ton. So, uh, yeah, he's going to be someone that is a very nice cheap value play. Uh, maybe Chinini Onowaku, maybe he gets some run today. I don't know uh, for sure, but, again, like they're just very thin. Uh, very thin at the center and power forward position in the Rockets. It's like there's no one really left. You could even see Trevor Ariza playing some power forward and Gerald Green. I'm, I'm not surprised if that happens. And P.J. Tucker, I'm sure. A little revenge for him. He might get some power forward time too against a guy like Dragic Bender, Bender or someone coming off the bench. Maybe they slide T.J. Warren at the four and then P.J. Tucker comes in. I, I wouldn't be shocked if all that happens. So Again, that's the Rockets side of the ball. There's guys that definitely have interest in because it's just such a tight rotation right now. Those starting five are all really interesting and in play, and I think it just matters on your roster construction. I think the guy that I like getting in there the most at the current price is Eric Gordon because I like his price tag a lot and the amount of usage he sees. Other than that, though, it kind of depends on how things fit, right, uh, and just kind of go from there. Next uh, next team, uh, Phoenix Suns. So what do we do with them? Devin Booker's back. I like Devin Booker in this spot. I think uh, there's a lot of upside here, but the problem is, uh, man, he can dud at times. Uh, if his shot's not falling, you're in trouble. So I think he's got a ton of upside here. I like him at 14.7. He's maybe more of a, a tournament play than a cash game play because I get a little worried. I like TJ Warren's price a little better on Fantasy Draft, 12.8K. Uh, big fan of that. On other sites, their price tags are a little closer, so it just kind of depends. You know, buy low where you can get them, and if the price tag is close enough, I prefer to side with Booker, even though there's a lot more uh, risk with Booker. I think, uh, you know, this is still a great spot for him. I'm expecting that Eric Gordon will be on him, so uh, I'm not really worried about Eric Gordon's defense or anything like that. Uh, I'm sure Warren will probably draw Tucker and Ariza a lot, so uh, I feel like it's definitely a better spot for Booker. But again, on fantasy draft, 2K price differences uh, makes me lean Warren a little more. I'm wondering if I can play some of these other guys, like... Uh, 
I don't know, like Dragic Bender. Can I play him for cheap? Is he a guy I actually want to, you know, put my real life money on? Uh, last game out there, 39 minutes, 39 minutes, 20.6 rebounds, four assists, three blocks of steal. Like just filled the stat sheet for 43 fantasy points. And again, he's only 3.5K. If he's going to play a pile of minutes, like I, I'm not expecting the game he had before, but um, you know, it, it depends. Sorry, I'm looking at uh, FanDuel here when I was just pulling up the game logs. That's why I said 3.5K. Man, over there, he's going to be crazy cheap. And I'm sure DraftKings, too. Let's see what he is on Fantasy Draft. Uh, Fantasy Draft, he is 8.2K. And it's tough because uh, I would rather have him for even cheaper. Like, I might even go to, like, a Tyler Eulis for 7.5K. I know he's going to draw a tough defensive matchup, but uh, help him have the ball in his hands a little bit more. And then on top of that, he's cheaper. And there's no uh, Isaiah Cannon, too, having issues with him injury-wise. So, uh, you know, that's going to be big for Tyler Eulis. Because uh, Cannon is uh, questionable. I'm assuming he's not going to play, but you know something to be on the lookout for. Hopefully, we get that news before lock. But again, uh, it's Warren and Booker are the two guys to really mainly look at. The centers, I don't really want to play center roulette unless I hear that one center is going to play a, a lot. Sure, I'll, I'll take one of those centers, but it's really Warren and Booker for me, and then mixing and matching like Ulis, Bender, and then maybe like you know one of these bench guys. But uh, you know Jackson, he, he's he's out. Like it's just there's there's just a lot. There's not. There's a lot of minutes to go around for these Sun starters, just like the Rockets. So I have to like the starters a lot, and I'm definitely going to get exposure to them for sure. And a lot of these bench guys, are just they're just not good players that are there, a lot of them. So at least the ones that are uh, out, some of the ones that are out are good, but some of the ones that are uh, in are just not the best. I don't really feel like rostering. So, again, uh, that's kind of it for me. Load up on this last game, though. Make sure to get exposure to the starters. Uh, and uh yeah that's about it for me uh thanks a lot for joining uh again uh, on fantasy draft make sure to join the contest and hey 730 lock guys you can do your locks out you can do your FanDuel, the DraftKings. go go over and do those sites you know play your play drafts do all that stuff before lock uh at seven and then hey you can uh, do the fantasy draft stuff make sure to enter the contest though right away don't uh don't wait don't let stuff sell out uh we obviously want to sell out but don't don't be the one that misses out on that so head on over there at seven till seven thirty. tinker with your lineups mess with that with the late breaking news and then make sure to hey uh get kevin durant in your lineups 18.3k he should just be 100 percent on that price tag it's insane so again he didn't have the greatest game last game uh, team kind of gave up i'm not expecting that here expecting a big game out of him so uh head on over guys play some fantasy draft and thanks a lot for joining me for me travis mangone i will see you guys on monday i'll be filling in for dan bach again so thanks a lot for joining me i am out the starlight lounge presents an evening with the progressive box yeah that's hugo tickling the ivories he just saved by bundling home and auto with progressive gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours hugo send her my condolences oh this next one's for you too there's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.